Yeah, what's up? I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. Just let me get out of here. Here we go. Well, it's time. I would like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. We hear each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on KNON 89.3 FM on your dial. There's a lot of things going on, and we're in the midst of our winter pledge drive. We're in the midst of it. The winter, not well, no, this is fall. Uh, I'm a season ahead. Uh, our fall pledge drive, and we certainly appreciate your tax deductible pledges, and you can do that just by dialing. Call us at 972-647-1893. There, somebody will take your call, take your pledge, and let you talk, and whatever. Same number that we take pledges on, that same number you talk on. So, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. And a lot, is so much going on. We have so much to talk about. So many things. That is, that's happening. That's just really, it's, it, it, it really is it's something. Just uh, just think about it. Just think about it. Certain, certain little things. It ain't no little thing. It's a big thing. Just like the young ladies. They haven't had that policeman's trial in Fort Worth for a Tatiana Jefferson. They haven't had his trial yet. What's taking so long? to have a trial. What's going on? They're trying to let this thing slip by everybody, and by the time they'll bring it to trial, everyone have forgotten how heinous this crime was, and uh, they'll just let him slap him on the wrist and let him go. Something is wrong. People, we cannot let the, allow this to die. Fort Worth, what's going on? People in Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Road Worth, you all should be out there demanding, demanding a trial for this young lady to begin and a fair trial. We want it fair. We want everything brought out. Yeah. I guess our Fort Worth have what a, a critical trial theory. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of they, they would be calling this. A critical trial theory. No, you need to go and get this thing started and quit, you know, tap dancing, trying to tap dance around this thing. It's sad. It's sad. And uh, the people in Fort Worth, activists, ministers, politicians, you politicians over there, y'all need to be about your job, about your father's business. And this is some unfinished business with uh, Tatiana Jefferson. Unfinished business, very much so. Not until you get that rascal in and go and give him a just punishment for killing this young lady. See, be so much time, that little time, they'll try to put time served on him and all this other mess, whatever it is. They need to cut that out. Fort Worth, you need to wake up over there and get ready and get ready to do some things. Some things needs to be done. Something needs to be done. 
Something needs to be done. Something needs to be done. And uh, when we get to doing things, when you get to doing things, and start raising sin, start going before these judges, start calling on all the politicians. You've got a new mayor. You've gotten other things in, in Fort Worth. Well, that might have been a reason why y'all went with the white lady over the far more qualified black lady to be mayor of Fort Worth. Yeah, everybody trying to keep this thing squashed. I wonder about this situation. 972-647-1893 is that number you call to make your pledges. And uh, you can talk on the air. 972-647-1893. All righty. Pierre, who do we have on? Reverend Bernard. There you go. Good morning, and we have uh, George on uh, line one. Georgia? Uh, George. 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 All righty. Good morning, George. Yes, sir. Good morning. Yes, uh-huh. You know, I used to believe that there was nobody above the law. Mm-hmm. It's not true no more. No, it has uh, never been true. These politicians are just coming out and doing whatever they want. And that's it. That's it. They're breaking the law. And what's your name? And there's no consequences behind it. And they're doing that with the with the courts, the police officers. I mean, they fire them for the things they do. They break the law, and then they go get another job at another police station. Yeah, that's true. That's really they, they kill in this town. They move to the town right next to it. Yeah, the town right next to it, and uh, they got them a job. They keep them a job. So Ken that's why Paxton. they don't worry about messing up in one city. They can move to another one. Yeah, Ken Paxton found himself innocent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he 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 was judge, jury, executioner in in his own trial, and I guess uh, he found himself not not only was he not guilty. He found, I guess he found out well they y'all owe me a few million dollars. <laughs> For and, tra- for, and that's what's happening in the United States. Yeah, that's the way it is. That's the way it is out here. I and just don't see how we can fight the system anymore. Oh, no yeah, you can. If the people come together I, I, and I demand some integrity within this nation. But as long as you have rubberizers who wants to destroy this nation, which you have... A very, very popular candidate might be coming back in 2024. Uh, 20, uh, well, well, that's cool. He's going to destroy this right nation. Now. That's going on right now with the January 6th insurrection. He's, he's going to no, destroy this nation. No one is being accounted on that. No one so far. Yes. Nobody's gone to jail but the, but the three, four hundred people that that were arrested. But as far as the politicians are concerned, they're, they're I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. Well, I just, that's America today. And uh, everybody yeah. don't, we shouldn't point fingers at everybody else and look at ourselves and everyone should stand up. All righty. We thank you. 
That crosses the line. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. That makes you, you can make your tax-deductible pledge that, and you can get on the air and talk with us there on that number. 972, they're taking calls. They're taking pledges. They're taking the, everything. We're, as soon as they come up with somebody that wants to talk, they're taking pledges. They're taking calls. Yes. 972-647-1893. Yes. Yes, they're taking pledges. They're taking calls. All righty. 972. All those, let me check with the staff here. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it, all those pleasures are some of them callers. Are there any callers on there? Yes, we have uh, James on uh, line two. James on line two. All right, they're on line one lighting up now. Yes, yeah. Good morning, James. Good morning, Dr. Burnett. Fine. How are you? Wonderful. That's good. Just, just blessed to be here. Isn't it a blessing? I'm calling to let the people know that we have free food this morning at Israelis Temple, Church of God in Christ on 2627 Doris Street. Right 2627 Doris. you got food over there. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, can I free put you food. on a brief hold? We appreciate your help in giving us out. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, we we uh, appreciate you calling. I'm sure those who will come and uh, get some food will appreciate it. So we thank you for calling and using us to uh, help you distribute your food. And you're always welcome to do it. Thank you, sir. All right, thank you. All Have right. Have a uh-huh. Thank you. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. We got lines lit up everywhere. Some of you, we thank God you are pledging. Some of you are taking pledges. And uh, we got line one just burning up over there. And uh, I don't know. And uh, we got uh, others, other lines. That are going line for one, two, three, four. All of them are burning up. Oh, all twelve lines. All righty. We. This is pledge time. This is pledge time. This is pledge time. This is a time that the president, the president, he's catching it. Some of it, maybe he brought on himself. Some of it he didn't. Man, everything in the world bad could, uh, could happen, is happening. Come in with, into a pandemic, come into a time that a war that's been going on 20 years, pressure on him to end the war. Then he promises that he would build communities and certain people out to help them. That was going to cost a lot of money. And then he got the 
different crisis at the borders and different things. People say some of it he brought on himself then, some of it he didn't. And then he's trying to do a whole lot. And when you're trying to do a whole lot and can't get everything done, America will punish you for that. Rather, they'd rather have these rascals in there who's not going to do anything but hurt you and say, look how great they are. And they're doing, they've done nothing. It's sad, it's sad, it's sad. It's sad. We're hopefully getting these lines, all these lines straightened up and get them, all these lines answered. 972-647-1893. And uh, we'll be taking your call. Just a second, be patient. They'll be taking your calls. All right. All right, who do we have, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Dr. Edward on uh, line one. Dr. Edwards? Yes. All righty. Good, good morning, Doc. Hey, Ralph Barnett, how are you doing this F- morning? Fine, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I just wanted to let you know that we did get finalized on going with the with urgent care. Okay. Okay. That's wonderful. And, uh, and I had a guy that I wanted to talk with who's really been engineering the the uh, growth and some of the things that's still happening in Oak Cliff. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just wanted to know when can we get on the show and kind of give you 15 minutes or what we're really doing. Well, let's see. Next week I can only offer that... Uh, first hour next week because I already have a show scheduled and for the next two weeks. Uh, I don't think we need the whole booth. Just about 15 minutes, 10 minutes. Is that all you need? What about uh, call me next week uh, about 7, 7.20. Okay. Yeah, we, we'll give you that segment, yes, on next week. We'll Okay. Still being pledge drive too, but we still we'll work we'll work through it. We'll work through it. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, I do appreciate. It. Sure. I'll hopefully, hear y'all on next week. All right. Okay. All right. Uh huh. That clears the line. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. All right, thank you all for calling. Thank you all. Keep the calls coming in. Keep the calls coming. Who do we have here? And we have a Bill on line four. Bill? Yes. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. Fine, how are you? I'm fine. You doing okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of callers before had a good point about it. There's no consequences for these politicians or, or, or <laughs> police officers or whoever, you know. There's none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, it, it, they're tearing this country apart, which is, it's always been like that, but now it's just prevalent, just on you, in your face, you know. It's just. Well, have you ever thought about it? Who, if you talk about these politicians doing this, who makes the laws? Politicians. Politicians for themselves. They make the laws. Well, who enforce the laws? Politicians. 
You Probably. like your sheriffs and and things like this? Uh, we have, as a nation, placed our lives and everything into the hands of politicians. And they're they going to give us exactly what they want us to have and take away from us whatever they want to take. And they're the ones in power. Until we do come up with a better system than giving everything to someone you have to elect, we'll never get any better. No, it's just, and they will, the only time that it will get better is if there's consequences to pay with term limitations on these politicians. Don't be a lifetime politician. There's no way you can be a lifetime politician. So, uh, but I don't know if I'll see it in my lifetime. But uh, uh, hopefully my grandchildren will. Well, my hopefully your grand, it might be your great grand. <laughs> Some the way this thing is, is really going. I mean, politicians have run things since 1776 so, in this country. You're absolutely right, Pastor Martin. When you told the gentleman about it, it's always been like that. You know, mm -hmm. there's nothing's changed. That's the way they 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 rig the system to be like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it seems like they can get away with murder and and and, and, and rape and any just any mm -hmm. kind of uh, devilish act. You know, they can get away with. And, and then they turn around and they have. They judge their own trials. <laughs> we got a, we have an attorney general in Texas, and you know, I he made himself free. I didn't hear about this place. How did he did he stand? Was he judge also over his case? He's everything on his case. He's the attorney general. He he decides. When he, if he was going to ever prosecute himself and do all, you don't expect these fellows to put themselves behind bars or anything, do you? Well, of course not. No, I don't. Well, they're not. They're not going to do it. But the people still will turn right around and vote him back in office. Yeah, and, and, and you know he's setting a, he's setting, he set president right there. Every every single attorney general that follows him, which is Republican, yeah. probably. You know, they're going to do the same thing as he did because he. he uh, why didn't the federal government step in on this? Was this well, uh, what are they? What are the, what are the feds? They elected uh, politicians. Elected if he's a Republican in Texas, he's a Republican in Washington. Yeah. So what, what do you expect? Yes. What? We. It all. I'm gonna tell you. It, when it, when it boils down, it boils down to the people selecting these rascals to go in there. The people put these people in there. And they love, to, they love these rascals. They love them. The biggest rascal in the nation. They're talking about they want him back as president in 2024. In 24. Uh, he was just, I read a tweet that he, he put in there uh, on Twitter about uh, Alec Baldwin, you know, the the accident that happened on his film set. Yeah. And talking about, you know, a shame that this, uh, uh, who's calling the kettle black? Good night, Trump. He was, how many killings, how many people is he responsible for? Yeah. Blood's on his hands, too. Yeah. You know, but then he criticizes it. It's just. It, it, and he wants more. And he wants more. Yeah. But, Thank you. I, I, I'm up against a short break. Morning. 
And y'all can call me at 972-647-1893. Make your tax-deductible pledge and also talk on there. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back, and we're back. In the midst of our fall pledge drive, we are back. We are back, and we're taking calls. We're taking your pledges. And uh, just thank you for those who are being so kind to pledge to our show and, and give to us. We thank you for pledging to KNON Radio. Radio, that's on your side. On your side of the street. All righty. Who do we have here? We have uh, Dave on line two. Dave? Yeah. All right. Good morning, Dave. How you doing, Brother Barnett? Fine. How are you? Good. Oh, I got to see you. Uh, Brother Barnett? Mm-hmm. All right. At we'll, we'll one o'clock today, I hope you can get by uh, Jan Africa. I'm going to do that math Jim. for Dave. With that 250,000 years of history of the pre-Adamite. Mm-hmm. We'll do that later today. And uh, I hope you can get by. I, I know you done seen the map I showed it to you maybe about four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, everybody come out. We're going to tell the history of that map. Mm-hmm. It started at 1 o'clock today at Pan-African. At 1 o'clock at Pan-African. What's the address? Give the address of Pan-African books so others, I'm sure, would like to see that. It's 4466 South Marcellus Avenue. 4446 South Marcellus. Yeah, right behind Catfish Floyd. Right behind Catfish Floyd. All right. Yeah, but I'm gonna do that that map this time, like you said, for the story to be told. We can mm-hmm. know the story. It's the truth got to be told. The truth sets you free. Nah, the the truth will make you free. See, right. if somebody sets you free, they can recapture you. <laughs> but when you're made free, you're gone for good. You're free indeed. Yeah. And, and and that's that's what's happening now. Mm-hmm. That constitution that we had in 1776, mm-hmm. they've been to do away with, they've been to do away with that, and, and we heard about the new world order. Mm-hmm. I think these politicians is doing all they they can. We've been to go into a new form of government, mm-hmm. and that's what's happening in today's society mm-hmm. that most black people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Well, we, mm-hmm. we want to talk about all of that and any questions that you have to ask, I can give you the answer, give you the book to go read it for yourself. I all thank right. you, sir. Okay, thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. You can call us, you can reach us. We... Get our tax-deductible pledge, please, please. Uh, pledges are coming, pledges, uh, we need some more. First time the lines shut down for a second here. We uh, shut down. We need to live in these lines back up here. Come on. 972-647-1893. There's live in the lines back up. And you can talk. You can talk. You can talk. You can speak with us. 
1893. Yes, yes. Talking about the things that are going on, going things that are going on. Are we going to have uh, a presidency that no matter what he does, he can do anything. He will be unpopular. What kind of president? I'll let you answer. I already know. I know the answer. This is for the ceases. I don't know. What kind of president will we have in America? What kind of president? I'm wondering. I'm asking you. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. All right. He will have here. We have a uh, Joe on the uh, line one. Alrighty. Good morning, Joe. Joe. Hello. How you doing? Fine. How are you? You're on there. Oh, good, good, good. All right. I just put some money in your pocket there by way of my credit card about four minutes ago. Alrighty. Thank uh, you, Joe. I certainly appreciate it, man. Hey, no problem, no problem. Enjoy letting me be on there and have a word or two and get all the good things mm -hmm. that you have to dispense. Uh, two things I want to touch on real quick. One is poverty and off of uh, your amen in a crime or participating in a crime. And the other is access to criminal activity. And what I'm getting at is that Burke, Dr. Burke, who was in one of the medical advisors or doctors to Trump, Mm -hmm. there and let him spew all that ignorance about uh, using bleach and sticking an ultraviolet light up your grade again, all this kind of mess. Didn't, did, did, didn't he have a little Clorox in there, too, you could drink? <laughs> I, think, I think he did. And now she has published a book. She's published a book now. And she's out doing public speaking. I think someone has given her a job. That lady should not be able to make one dime off of the mess she participated in. Now mm -hmm. she's throwing, I mean, she's throwing plenty of smut at him. She say he could have prevented at least 134,000 deaths. At least. And with with the deaths of this pandemic thing, you know, it's 750,000 plus. Mm -hmm. But she said he could have prevented at least 134,000. She should not be able to make any money off of that book because she sat there. She's complicit in the mess that he was allowed to do. She mm -hmm. sat right there. When he mentioned drinking bleach, her <laughs> knees locked together, and mm -hmm. she turned whiter than white mm -hmm. and wouldn't say a word. The other thing is, this lady that says that participated in the January 6th insurrection from Texas, the real estate lady, somebody gave her mm -hmm. uh, access to a plane and she went and participated in the insurrection. Mm -hmm. So they was talking about charging people that gave folks rise to get an abortion. Yeah. Now this is a state situation, but something should be done about that. She says she wouldn't be charged because she was white and she had blonde hair. That's right. She wouldn't be charged. Okay, mm -hmm. now they have just charged her. She's the only one I know has gotten time. Mm -hmm. They gave her 60 days uh, in jail, mm -hmm. and she bragged that she would not be charged. But the person that gave her that plane ride, I would like to hear some of my attorneys chime in. Look like someone could uh, charge them, too, because that's access, accessory to a crime. Well, you they definitely participated, but here's the thing about it. She came out and, and boasted of her white privilege when she said she has blonde hair. 
you know, blue eyes, all. She's boasting of her white privilege. In other words, no black person can do what I'm doing and get away with it. This is what she's saying. She's saying that I have the right, because I'm white, to do what I'm doing. And we have to understand, she's not the only one with that mentality. Oh, oh no! Many, no, many, no, many, no, many, no. many people no, have no. that you mentality. That, you go back to this Marbury crime in Georgia where they hunted this yes. down and killed him. Mm-hmm. Now you got uh, eleven white and one black, and they're going to be jury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, how horrible! How horrible! They tracked him down like they was hunting a possum or a raccoon or something. Shoot. Yeah. Well, they said they had him trapped, what, trapped like a rat and killed him? Exactly. Right. And now the guy say he attacked him and feared for his life. You know, this is sad to say, but think about a young black on the elevator. I say coming down, maybe a big house, coming down from the floors on the elevator with a white woman. If she run off that elevator and scream that he assaulted her, he's going to be beat to a pup right there on the floor. Mm-hmm. Well, but he's fear for their life. But see, the thing about it, the thing about this whole act that happened down there uh, in this little town, that they they felt like they could get away with just killing him. They felt like he could get away. Uh, the one thing we have to say that had really helped us was the African continent. It is the African continent that we get the mineral resource to uh, have cell phones. You get, you got without this, in this native African country, there would be no cell phone because the things that cause the cell phone to work is all of that is under the ground in Africa and they are digging it up and making trillions off it. Exactly, exactly. And see, see, things like that, uh, a few years ago, before they had discovered this, they would have gotten away with that. All they had to say, well, we we caught him robbing a a house, breaking it out. So many crimes like this has happened over the years. They just see us and kill us and then go off and lie and and get away with it and, and, you know, just... That uh, was that's that that's the good old boy system. That as, as, as I close, as I close, remember that. Have you heard or seen our vice president lately? They've heard her. No, they vanquished her for the simple fact she. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. She. They don't. I I think they're saying they're saying in a in a subtle way, we don't want her as president in 2024 if Biden don't run. We don't. We we definitely don't want her. So this yeah, you, was it. You don't hear pip pip squeak. Yeah, I get off there. Remember that. Appreciate it. All right. We thank you. Thank you for your call, your comment, your pledges. All right. We thank you for that. All righty, that's 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. Call your tax-deductible pleasures in. Call them in, call them in, call them in, call them in. Call them in. Uh, 
we can talk about some other things. There's so many things I've got written here. Ah, so many things on the list, so many things in my head that we could talk about. I really want to talk to you this morning. Uh, I never try to do a show where I don't talk to the people. I want to talk to the people, talk to the people. I want you to pledge. And I never do a show, even doing pledge drive. I always want those lines open to discuss what's ever on your mind because we're the voice of the people. We give you a voice for you to let thousands know how you feeling personally and how you feel about a situation. If you want some changes, if you disagree or agree, it doesn't matter. We are your voice. 972-647-1893. We, we are your voice. We are your voice. We are your voice. And we give you a voice to speak. There are so many things that are going on. It's still burning in my claws. Uh, Tatiana Jefferson. I don't know why that's burning so hard. That can't even get them to have a trial in Fort Worth. And everybody seems to be going along with it in Fort Worth. I, I hear nobody raising sand about this. What's taking so long? That's been over two years ago. And this, and this rascal has not been to trial yet. What is the problem? Has this been a black policeman killed a white woman, just shot through the window in our house? She's innocent and everything, killed her. You think it would take him, take him two years or more than that? I don't know how many years it's going to take him to get this clown to trial. But do you think that would happen? Think about it, people. Think about it. Think about what's going on. You said it's 2021. We are really moving forward. No, you're not. And I'm surprised this corporation is choosing a town <coughs> that's so backwards to put this car plant in. Why would you choose a backwards place like this? Why would you? Now, Austin is not much better, but it is a little bit better than uh, Fort Worth. And we, we, we don't have people that will stand up and speak out and raise hand until uh, we get justice. Now, and it's time to get up, wake up and get up in Fort Worth. 972-647-1893. Anybody in Fort Worth gonna call me today? Y'all use the call. And I'm y'all are y'all ducking and dodging today? You putting your pillow over your head to this, this morning? You don't wanna talk to me? What's going on? Yeah, I can see you right now, you rascals covering your head up and don't want to talk. Yes. You rascals uh, in Fort Worth. Come on, fellas. Come on, you. I'm calling on the men. Be men. Be men. Are there any men in Fort Worth? Are there any real men <coughs> over there in Cowtown? Come on. 972 647 1893. 
972-647-1893. Come on. Good morning. The men of Fort Worth. I'm calling on you real brothers over there. Oh, yeah, the phone is ringing now. They are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to see if it's any men over there in Cowtown. All y'all uh, cowpokes or whatever. K-N-O-M, would you like to make yes. it? All We're up against the short break nine, and we're going to take your calls when we come back. Uh, we got several lines. They've let up from Fort Worth. All right. All right, we're back. We're back, ready for another segment. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. All righty. Pierre, who do we have? We have uh, Ike on uh, line one. Ike, all righty. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Real Barnett. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I just wanted to make mention on your show that uh, uh, I think it was last week when uh, Representative Carl Sherman and Carolyn Arnold called in about the proposition, the eight proposition. Mm-hmm. I, I got a phone, I mean, I, I had a phone conversation with a, a guy I know, and he said he didn't even know it was an election coming up. Uh, we were voting on anything until they opened his church up for a polling place. And he didn't know what to vote on until he listened to your show and mm-hmm. heard about the proposition. So my whole thing is uh, I wish uh, more of our local politicians would try to hone in on getting the information out because I, I admit where I'm born I was blindsided by the proposition. I was ignorant mm-hmm. when I went to the polls. I uh, only had a little information, and that was because of Mr. Arnold made mention of it on your show. Mm-hmm. So, when we are, but you look at all these radical groups of QAnon and all these other people about Trump, these people are getting their information out there. Now, we, mm-hmm. get, that, we, get, stuff in, we get stuff in the mail about voting for this person, for judge, or mm-hmm. state representative, or whatever office. So, I think that our, our representatives need to do a better job. This is not an attack. Yeah. But yeah, quick. I agree with you one 1,000%. Uh, you see, that shouldn't be an election where our politicians don't let the people know and do their very best to educate the people on uh, what to vote for and how's, what's going on with it. That shouldn't be an election. Uh, but now here's what here's what uh, other politicians play politics with our politicians. They they used to have funds set up where politicians could give do mail outs and have meetings and maybe even have some cookies and punch to come to the meetings. All right. But they cut all of that out, so the politicians have to sometimes spend their own personal money. Sometimes they borrow friends will allow them, you know, donors will allow them to have money to go and do mail outs to the constituency to uh, come to the meeting to let them know what's going on. And another thing, they can never say they don't have any airwaves 
Uh, yeah. That, and that's free. So there's no excuse for any of those rascals not to, not doing it. Yeah. Remember, all eight propositions passed, and the one that we were supposed to be the most concerned was mm -hmm. they trying to change the way that they let these judges get elected mm -hmm. and uh, quali the qualification of judges. And, and uh, Mr. Sherman, uh, Reverend Sherman, said that all this kind of took off in Harris County, which is Houston, because mm -hmm. so many black women judges had been elected. Well, Same thing in Dallas County. Right. They had, a, mm -hmm. they had a special on CNN last night showing you how the Trump people are going from state to state, uh, getting people elected to change the laws and the rules of the courts and the election process. Mm-hmm. So well, I, I think that we need to do it. Like you say, y'all, I'm going to get off the airway, but hmm? there's no excuse, Reverend Barnett, because if you don't have the funds, you do have the means because you do have the voice of the people. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure quite a few of them are listening this morning. Now, I, I talk about Miss Joyce Foreman. She has no problem. The school board trustee coming on your show crying foul play when anything is going on down at DISD. Mm -hmm. Going to redistricting now when they're trying to dismantle them, your three black trustee districts. Mm -hmm. Trying to hold on to them. She has no problem crying foul play. But well, same boy cry out over the airway when it comes down to other issues. Well, here's what, here's what. Uh, that gerrymandering that they're doing, they're redrawing these districts. And they're going to make them, uh, draw them in such a way that African Americans will be completely out. We have to understand the school board is a different animal from even from some of the rest of them because you right. have a coalition of whites and Hispanics that works against African Americans. That coalition of whites and Hispanics work together. They would they they don't want to work with African Americans. Although everything we do, we always include Hispanics in it and call them out and say that we're supporting them. But no, not with the school board. And it's been like that for years. It's been like that. I don't know why. But then again, I do know why. Nobody right, wants to work with us. Yeah. We do know why. Yeah. Nobody right, wants to work with us. Thank you for taking my call. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Ike. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. It's a time where we are in our fall flash drive. We need to raise some more money. 972-647-1893. Uh, we don't care who it is. If you're doing the community wrong, if you're doing wrong, we're going to tell it. If we find out, we're going to tell it. We're going to tell it. Let people know really what's going on in their community. We are, this is what we're here for. Let you know. Although we heard 
worldwide. But we do talk about issues germane to Dallas, Fort Worth. These issues. Did we ever get anybody from Fort Worth to call us? Come on, Fort Worth. Y'all bragging now. You say you got over a million people in Fort Worth now. But you still act like a town with a less than a hundred people. I don't understand. I don't understand Cowtown. You let them these people go. It's over two years now. I talked to you under Jefferson's trial. The trial for this police officer just shooting through the window in her house and killing her. And we still won't do anything about it. Who are? Who are some of the people that will stand up and speak out and take their rightful place and say, you're just not going to do our community like this? Are there any in Fort Worth? Is there anybody in Fort Worth? Cowtown, wake up. Come on, come on. 972-647-1893. You can call that number. You can call that number. And talk to us. Tell us. Is there something going on they're not telling people outside of Fort Worth? Only you in Fort Worth know to let us know. I've searched. Did some research. Can't find out why this trial won't begin. I wonder about it. All right. Uh, who do we have, uh, Pierre? Reverend Burnett, we have uh, Tony on uh, line one. Tony, all righty. Yeah. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Burnett. How are you this morning? Fine. How are you? Uh, thank God I'm blessed with the Lord. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've heard from you, but I normally listen to you pretty often here lately. I haven't talked to you in like a couple of years. Oh, I called radio show. Yeah. But uh, I was concerned like you about this case before work. Good morning, Kim. Uh, a lady named uh, that was uh, killed by the police officer. Miss Tatiana Jefferson. Okay, would you like to make yeah. a uh, And uh, I was understanding I heard last week that they have delayed it again. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, they had delayed it. Delayed it again last week. I think it's coming up in, I might be wrong, but like on the 18th probably of this month. Well, will there be another delay? It seems like every time they give you a date, they delay it. You see, uh, I grew up on that. They playing with y'all. I grew up on that side of, on that side of town in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. on the south side. Mm-hmm. Back in the sixties, in the sixties, I grew up over there. It really saddens me because I'm just like you in the sense. It, it seems like they're luring us to sleep because you know mm-hmm. sometimes Southside is a sleepy town. Yeah, in that area. I know. I know that area. I don't live in that area anymore. But back in the sixties, I grew up on that side of town, and it's a tough. It's a tough side of town with the officers. So. Is it a tough side of town with the officers? What do you mean? Yeah, neglect and just not concerned and all that. Just the area, you know, like the side of that town is just like it's neglected. Well, uh, what what are y'all doing about it? Well, like I'm saying, like everybody else, I'm waiting. I'm thinking the case is coming up. The trial is coming up and... 
I hear is that through the news, they say they're going to try it. They're coming up again in November sometimes to try this man. So he's been walking around free pretty much. <clears throat> well, well, uh, is nothing any you men in Fort Worth going to do about this? Well, you know, it's, it's about those that's in hard place. You know, hmm? like we always Everybody now, God put you in a high place when he made you a man. Sure he put you over everybody on earth. You over everybody and everything on earth. When he he made us all men in high places. So what are we waiting on? Well, like I'm saying, just like everything else, sir, it's just like high places. We got we have wickedness that's in high places. We have the rulers of the darkness of this world. And what we do, what I do, my heart is concerned because just like this case with Aubrey, Ahmaud Aubrey, I'm looking, I'm focusing in on that. I'm focusing in on George Floyd. I'm focusing in on these cases because the last four years, we've really been dealing with these type of murderers. And so my prayer... For the last how many years? Say that again. How many years you said we've been dealing with this? What I'm saying here recently... Just like since the COVID, you know, during this COVID, like two nights, two thousand nineteen, up to today. Now, COVID didn't that. kill these people. Now, COVID did. With these murders, with these murders, like the lady uh, in Kentucky. Uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, the lady in Kentucky. The protest. I know. Killed in their own house and their own bed and everything, and they right. they, they tried to buy a family off with a few million dollars and. Oh, that, but at least they've got some resolve, but nothing has happened in Fort Worth. Well, like I said, we might, <coughs> what I'm saying, we might see something probably within a week and a half because they delayed it. And that's what I'm concerned with. They delayed it, and it's coming up again in this month. You should be hearing something. I should be hearing something. Yeah, over in the news. Because I think it's going to come to trial. I think it's coming to trial in about a week now. Would you bet your life on that? <laughs> no. No, I won't. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have to understand that people will toy and play with you when you allow them, when they feel like you're not really serious about a situation. Right. But when you're serious about a situation, they will become serious. See, that's one yeah. of the main problems. That is, that there's no penalties for violating us. We violate ourselves. We let others violate us, and nobody ever pay any penalty for doing it. That's yeah. a serious. That's a bad indictment on us. It's time for us to wake up, my brother. Just like you were speaking about this case in Georgia, you said that's the old ways, the way they used to do things before they had cell phones and cameras. Mm -hmm. They have covered stuff up and delayed things, and, and people just be lured to sleep because they're not concerned. They don't get the technology and the information to get out and to get really concerned about their neighborhoods because no one cares. And those that are in high offices, 
that's in those government realms. They know a lot of the things that our people go through. They don't stand up at the plate. And just like you're speaking about voting a lot, we vote for people we don't even know. We just put them in place. And there you go. The community is still the same way. The South Side of Fort Worth is mostly, well, it's making a little progress. I just making a little progress. I don't live on the South Side anymore, but my point is, any town you go in is just like it's controlled. Do you I think you moved up when you moved from the South Side? Well, boys, uh, I know where I'm at in Christ. I know where I'm at in Christ because God is not a Wait a minute, Christ ain't never wanted uh, 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 people that won't strike out and work for him. Christ yeah, ain't never. We, we, well, I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there. Let me just clear this up real quick. I'm a minister of the gospel of my you Lord are. Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I'm saying, I minister a lot. I, mm-hmm. I'm an evangelist. Mm-hmm. I, I boast in the Lord. My boast is not in myself. I boast in Christ. So my point is, to each and every man, to each his own, everybody on this earth, like you said, if you a man, if I'm a man, we will be held accountable of the things we do here in this and life. And we'll be held accountable for the things that we don't do. Right, both both ways. So my point is, mm-hmm. I didn't call specifically for that, but I know what God has called me to do, and I know what I have been at on this earth, only in Fort Worth, Texas. But on this, I've been to Dallas. I've been to places in Dallas, and Dallas saddens very bad. I, I, I get very sad when I come to Dallas. How the people's the homeless is on the street. People seem to go they not. Same thing in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that is right. Well, I I tell you what, I'm up against a short break now. It's 8 o'clock. I got a break. And I thank you for your call. Thank you. Thank you. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. And uh, we'll be back after this break. All right, we're back and ready for our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host, and uh, we are inviting you to worship with us tomorrow morning, 9.30, 9.30. Worship the Lord at 9.30 on Facebook, Marion Barnett Senior, because Cut, cut us on on Facebook, Marianne Barnett Senior. We like, yeah, for you to worship with us each Sunday morning, every Sunday morning, nine thirty on Facebook, Marianne Barnett Senior Heavenly Joy Church, the Heavenly Joy Church, and uh, we worship there. But I'm looking for some people, also, some people that will stand up. Uh you know, it's a great thing to be a Christian. But Christianity was not given to mankind to hide behind. It was not for cowardice attitudes. In fact, it's for holy boldness to stand up Be real men. Be real women. Don't let nobody 
run over you. If you're going to teach and preach Christ, do it anywhere. And do it everywhere you go. For the simple fact, I don't care if you're in the White House. I don't care where you are, the Capitol building. Whether it be in Washington or Austin or whatever capital city that you're in, in the United States or anywhere in the world. It was never there to be a curtain for you to hide behind. And you make excuses. This is why I don't do it because I'm a Christian. No, Christianity tell you to do it. Do you think they crucified Jesus because he was a nice, nice little pacifist guy that didn't create any havoc or didn't raise any sin, didn't challenge any leaders and everything that we went on. He just went along to get along to agree with it. Do you think they crucified Jesus if he was just a little pacifist? No. Because... He called right, right, wrong, wrong. Because he stood up for those who were treating people with ill will. He stood up against the power structure. Who said he stood up for those who were ripping the people off, who were murdering the people, who, who was doing everything that they're doing now. Jesus was crucified because he stood against that. They thought he was, would eventually take over the nation because he had become so popular with the people that he would be someone that's, that, that would, would dethrone us. He had three levels of government that oversaw the people at that particular time. Yet the Roman government... Rome ruled the Mediterranean world at that particular time, those countries. Then you had their religious leaders, the Sanhedrin. They would judge the people, but they did was not given the power to have capital punishment. That's why they had to crucify Jesus through the Roman government. But they were there in, you know, they're agreeing with, with Rome against their brother. And see, then your, your third tier of power, the government, the Sanhedrin Council. Then you had their own, their own area where they had built synagogues. This idea was brought to them by the Greeks. The Greeks brought in the synagogues in 800 B.C. They brought, he brought in the synagogues to, to help coordinate the people and help bring forth certain religions within a religion. The Pharisees, the scribes, the Sadducees were all, these particular groups came together. They were all under so-called the Mosaic Law. But the group that Jesus was most seen with and worked with was the Essenes. 
And uh, they did not work against the people. They worked for the people. And they were hated most by the people. You have to understand, the Romans, the Greeks, these people came together to put the true Israelites down and take their place. They took the Israelites. They started calling themselves Jews and Israelites. They were not. Those Gentiles were not Israelites. They called, you could call themselves Jews and get away with it because that's Jew, the Jewish faith is by acceptance. And anybody who accepted, uh, they can be called a Jew. But they are not Israelites in the sense that as we think today. And when we see what's going on, when we see what's happening, when we see that God's chosen people were people that were chosen to be bold, to be holy, law keepers. See, we're putting people in offices to, to enforce the law, and many of them are the law breakers. These people. Many of the people we're putting in office right now, we're putting in certain positions. These people are evil. We love evil people because, boy, they can put on some pretty clothes. They can talk pretty, everything like that. Everything the devil gives them to do, they, they perfect it. That's one thing they do. You have to give them credit. They perfect what the devil gives them. And they work evil. But I hate to say it, they work evil through the everyday person who votes for them. Now, we have these insurrections. This great one, they're on January 6, 2021. 20, Will we ever have a trial on, on that insurrection of trying to destroy the United States government? Will there be something that will characterize these people and maybe convince y'all who they really are? These are evil people. These people are terrible. You got these fools even running around still talking about we gonna sue the government because they, they're making demands that our children be vaccinated. Don't you understand if you don't get everyone taken care of, that disease will always linger? Because it only takes one person to spread it. One spread it to two or three, two or three spread it to 10, 15, and on and on and on and on. We got people so evil they can't even see and take care of their own survival. They're so caught up with bigotry and hatred and ignorance, they can't even take care of themselves. They're going to destroy themselves. It's sad, it's sad, it's sad, it's sad, it's sad. Now, the role of the preacher, the role of the preacher, 
He's to preach Christ. But he's supposed to preach the whole gospel. Not just a part of it. The whole gospel. And what you're hearing, I tell y'all, mostly on these sermons I hear on Sundays and been hearing all my life. That's not the whole gospel. It's so much more. Oh, just... Just take Jesus, take Jesus, take Jesus. What you going to do with him once you get him? What is he going to teach you to do? What moves are you going to make to revolutionize this nation or this world that Jesus give you? Don't use any of that. No, 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 no. You, you're not going to be a revolutionary like Jesus was. Just use him. As a curtain to hide behind. Hide your fears. It's sad. It's sad. All right, let's go to the phone line. 972-647-1893. It's a sad situation that we're in. We allow people to fool us and trick us off and make us work against ourselves. All right, Pierre, who we have on the line? We have a Charles. Online Charles? One. Yes. All righty. Good morning, Charles. Reverend Barnett, I'm a long-time listener. And yes. I call, I call, I call, try to call sometimes a month. Yes. Now, Fort Worth is so different than the United States now. You jumped on Fort Worth early this morning about that town, Jefferson. It's no different than the United States. Look at Dallas County over there. Ball Springs, 15-year-old kid got killed by the police officer. What, he get eight years in jail? Come on, that's a joke. That's a joke. So, Dallas County... How much has uh, Tatiana Jefferson's? How much time has he got? Excuse me. How much time has the uh, killer of uh, Tatiana Jefferson gotten? He hasn't got. He hasn't. He hasn't got anything, has he? He hasn't gone to trial yet. Yeah. See. Uh, now, until you get bring me up somebody that y'all gotten some time, whether it's minimal or not, neither one of them good. But when you have done nothing. And fighting against those who have have fault, that no, that 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 makes no sense. Well, Fort Worth, Fort Worth is no different than you know, it's, 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 it's in within the United Texas and it's within the United States. So it's all bad. It's all bad for us. It's all bad, but it's worse in some place than it is in others. I totally agree. I totally agree. But mm, I think Dallas you. County is just as bad as Tarrant County. No. It's terrible. Dallas County, yes, it's terrible. It's bad. It's, it's a bad place. But to say it's uh, bad as Tarrant County, I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I, I really don't I because I see that things can happen there and have always been like that. Well, that some, sometimes uh, people won't, won't show up when it's time to show up. Uh, see, the thing about it, I was waiting on your call. I've been waiting on your call. I've been waiting on somebody from Tarrant County to call and go and try to argue with me. But one ain't bad as another. Well, well, okay. If you want to say that, but that's not true. You do have some people in Dallas. You do have some people in Dallas that will stand up against these insurrections that have happened to us all down through the years. You do have some people. Once upon a time, you had some in Fort Worth when you had Dr. Marion Brooks and uh, those people. Those, uh, go back 50, 60 years, you had some people, strong people in Fort Worth. 
But what happened to them? Where are they? Where are they now? Where are those who speak up that used to speak up in Fort Worth? Well, I agree with you. And I remember Dr. Brooks and those guys. I mean, these people, y'all had some strong, dignified people in, in Fort Worth. And we still have the younger group that's, a, that's there now. But where are they? Fort Worth is, Fort Worth is within the state of Texas. The state of Texas is one, one of the most precious state, bigger states that we can live in. And well, we're living in it. I'm not so going to argue with you about that. Within the state of Texas. But the city is now over a million people, and you would think it would really be going, trying to get a a full slice of that pie, uh, that big pie that Fort Worth is now producing. But it seems like they're getting quieter. Yeah, no work. I mean, I'm from Fort Worth, (laughs) and I grew up there. Now I live in Dallas County, but I'm telling you, there is no difference between Dallas County. In Tarrant County, I see no difference. Well, if, if they do things in Dallas, there will be a different response in Dallas than it will be in Fort Worth. Come on now. Okay. Let's be for real. Okay. Well, All right. It. Okay, Please. thank you. All right, take clear the line. 972 <laughs> Can I take your pledge? Yes. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for calling your pledges in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling your pledges in. Thank you. Y'all calling our pledges. You know, uh, uh, it's those things bound, but sometimes uh, every season we have to do this in order to stay on air because we don't take money from big, large corporations and things like that that say, y'all, Y'all can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. We take the money directly from you. And that's why we can talk about anything. Anything that's legal. We can talk about it. All righty. We're just about up against a short break, but please call, call, call. 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with the money, y'all know. All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. And you reach us at 972-647-1893. All right, who, who do we have online? And we have uh, Caroline Arnold on uh, line one. All righty. Good morning, Councilwoman. Good morning to you. I hope the transmission on this phone is good this morning. Uh, Pastor, we want to encourage everyone, of course, to continue to support the radio station because this is the only way we're able to get real good conversation about community events. Uh, I want to uh, Mm -hmm. announce once again, Mm -hmm. all those individuals who ride dark, and even if you don't ride dark, you can give heads up to those who you know ride dark in your family and your friend circle. DART will be closing a number of routes effective January mm-hmm. 2022. Now, so, uh, uh, make sure I he- I'm hearing this right. The right. DART bus is not going to run the same schedule as it's been running, taking people, to, getting people to work right. and to different places. 
uh, to right. doctors and things like that? Yes. Now, they are. we are uh, preparing for a conversation, but, you know, it's always after the fact. Uh, a council member, I know Atkins and I have a conversation coming up with them uh, within the next week regarding the impact on our community. We're, we are mm-hmm. out riding and we see some of the routes. But what mm-hmm. NORD is proposing is to create a more personalized uh, tool for those individuals who need, uh, you know, access to, as you mentioned, to the doctor, uh, to, you know, special uh, requirements that they have to meet, whether it's mm-hmm. the, doctor, the, the medical doctor, psychiatrist, or lawyer, whatever you need to do. But mm-hmm. the concern is that, once again, uh, folks don't really realize what's going on. So what I want to share with them is that you have to look for the bus stop that has a cover over it. It almost looks like a pillow mm-hmm. uh, uh, cover. And it, you, it will have information on it announcing that this route will be closed effective January 2022. So everyone who has that concern, uh, they need to call DART. And the number, I'll give it to you at 214 979 That's 214-979-1111. They need to begin calling to voice their concerns about the closures. Uh, if you have solutions to offer, do that. I've gotten a couple of calls from folks, even if it's not in my district, Elm Thicken. Mm-hmm. And this lady called because she's organizing her community. She's already spoken before the DART board. To mm-hmm. talk about the impact of losing transportation for those who work at night and they can't get back home. The bus so, is not going to one at night? Well, in certain areas, they will not. So that's that's why it's important now for us to get feedback. So what? I'm encouraging those who ride the bus to call DART, but also call your council members and share with them your personal experiences with if the tr- routes are changed. Mm-hmm. Our services are changed. Who's your so, appointee on that uh, dart board? Uh, we have we don't have specific, you know, district specific. So y- y- y'all don't y'all don't uh, point the uh, dart board anymore. We do, but it instead of it's it's not different diff, district specifics. For example, <clears throat> you know, every every council member appoints, let's say, someone to the park board. We don't do that on. The dartboard. On the dartboard, you may have eight slots, and we have to vie for those slots. Now, sometimes they talk about quote the uh, the minority spot, but at, at, but at this point, we just we're just kind of out here. So you, we have Dominique Torres. She's uh, a minority uh, individual woman who who is on the board. Uh, I think it's John Killian. Excuse me, but we don't we don't have a district specific for for example district four. I don't appoint a district four appointee to the board. They're more or less at law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we we need help with that because we don't hear from you. We can't fight for you because we don't mm-hmm. we're not in all these different neighborhoods with the routes. I'm riding around and I see the closures. I see them on Le- on uh, Redbird Lane. You know. I see them here in, 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 in the core of the South. So we need to, to, to get information from you to, to address that with the DART representatives when we have our meeting. And we, we're doing this before January. Uh, the next point I wanted to mention real quick is this morning at 10 a.m., we will uh, honor the late Pastor George Winn prior and his work 
Uh, by, we're going to rename a portion of Village Fair. You know, Village Fair starts mm -hmm. on Newbird's property at 4444 West Ledbetter. Uh -huh. So we're just going uh, to rename the part that comes out of Newbird's crosses Ledbetter across that little bridge. So uh -huh. that's, that we're going to name that as Pastor Pryor uh, Street. And the good thing about that also, not only is that part of their property, but they will also become a strong partner with helping us to keep that bridge clean because it is a challenge. So it's a great mm -hmm. partnership, and it's a true, uh, I think, statement to the partnership and investment that he had even in this community because he used to work quite a bit with helping us in the Glen Oaks edition, no matter what we needed, whether it was National Night Out, whether it was feeding people, whether it was trying to help raise money on his side for scholarships and other things through his ministry. Mm -hmm. But I did want to make sure that folks knew they're welcome to come out at 10 o'clock today, and I think the church is going to have a larger program, but you will see uh, the sign go up, sign, the traffic is going to be stopped so we can make that change. Mm -hmm. So those are the okay. things I want to take, and I appreciate mm -hmm. that, and I'm excited, of course, about Dr. Dwellis Edwards. Uh, in that clinic that will be coming uh, very soon, so I'm mm -hmm. excited about that. So Great. Thank uh -huh. you, Pastor, for all your work uh, that you continue to do to help educate us, inform us, and wake us up. I don't mm -hmm. know what else to say, but I definitely know that I owe everything to you in terms of just trying to spark these folks to understand mm -hmm. time is now. So thank you for everything for the last well, 50 years. We we but thank you, Councilwoman. <laughs> but now here's what we are. I, 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 I'm I'm very concerned about this dot thing because now there will be some people who might lose. They're going to lose their jobs and mm -hmm. different. We are things that we don't need. Why is it all of a sudden? Uh, have you checked with that dark board and find out what are they really doing? What, why is it all of a sudden uh, we, they, they, they don't need to run at a certain time of day and, and they're not going to go to certain places? What is this all about? Well, part of the conversation, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, and part of the conversations uh, are lend itself to efficiency. Some of it will, because in some instances you'll hear that, well, we're, we're, we're not we're losing money. We lost a lot of money during the pandemic. All right. Then the other piece is about maximizing our grid. There's also an opportunity to create other modes and partnerships that will help us to get, uh, it's like a shuttle, for example, that's going to be created. We have a shuttle service now that, that is available to help get individuals in the, and I call the lower Southern part to uh, inland port because those jobs created along I-45 that mm -hmm. port. Yeah. But guess what? The people who are benefiting from that are not the people who, who pay taxes here in the city of Dallas. Mm -hmm. And then they have a hard time trying to get to the jobs that we've created. And that's in, in District 8. Uh, Councilman Atkins worked very hard along with Commissioner Price and some others to create this uh, alliance so we could get a shelter, I mean a shelter, a shuttle bus. So we're mm -hmm. probably going to see more shuttles. Uh, to go out in the inland port area. I've had concerns about individuals who can't get to Love Field. I talked to a proprietor there. He has plenty of jobs, even though they're in the uh, work industry, service industry. They can't get a dependable bus to be able to pick people up in the event they have to work past 11 o'clock. You know, sometimes you may have mm -hmm. an emergency, a flight late. Right. And then folks have to get paid. Then they can't get home. 
And so that I've had that conversation for a number of years. And so we are going to continue to fight for the jobs and fight for livelihood. But we cannot do it alone. I have to underscore that. We have to have muscle. It works better when we get phone calls, when we get emails. And folks need to understand we are the biggest challenge that we face right now when it comes to addressing the ills in our community. So mm-hmm. if you're going to ride the bus, you need the bus, we want to hear from you. And so that's all I can leave with you this morning. It is indeed up to us. We get one Well, well believe me, I'm, I'm going to stay on top of this. For the simple right. fact, you got young people that will be starting their work. This will be their first job. They don't have cars. You right. have some people right. that will move. And they tell me, what is it, 3,000 people moving to Dallas every week? And you, every week. And, 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 you, and a lot of them don't, don't have transportation and everything. We're going to need more transportation, not less transportation. Mm-hmm. Well, no, something, something, something ain't right here. Something going on. Well, the, Pastor, the thing that's not right is that we don't like to fight, and we have to we pick and choose to fight. We rather fight each other than to fight the fights. Well, the right about that. Now, some folks want to say we're not doing nothing. We must have support of those who need. If you need the service. You need to help us fight for you because we need data. Data drives well, this city. Well, see. I can say I receive. Yes, sir. This will not be our first fight with DART. Before right. DART was said they were going to even have the train system. But to come, they said they were going to bring it south of downtown Dallas. <laughs> and we said, and I called them, I told them, you're lying. I laid down in the middle of Commerce Street and blocked all the traffic. Uh, At that time, they had Ted Tedesco. He was uh, over Dart and all that. They had uh, many others. We got others to come in here to make sure that we got the the proper representation with Dart and transportation. We were seventy one percent of the ridership, but they were they was not going to send the trains. Well, the biggest ridership was needed. They wanted to send it north and send it west to Fort Worth. They wanted to send it out DFW up in Plano and everything. People who wasn't even paying anything in and at the time it was the Dallas Transit system. They but we they're gonna make us pay for everybody else's transportation. Right. But we, we right. fought and we won. We, and I, I'm very concerned about this one. Uh, are, are you still having your meetings over there at uh, Beckley Center? Well, we haven't, we haven't gone back in yet until we get through this probably with Dr. Fauci's announcement because we're not meeting inside. Yeah. yeah. So that you know, we still have folks who don't want to do right. You heard the football player today early this week trying to say he, I guess, inferred that he's taking a shot in head. So well, they're not going to condemn him. That's a white football player. You have to understand <laughs> that. You see, had that been one of the brothers that would lie to, lie to him about he got to come up with a phony COVID card or something, whatever he came up with, he, they, no, they'd be crucifying him. But he's a... Well, let me say this. We all pay 1%, 1 cent sales tax. That mm-hmm. sales tax... Everybody pay taxes, yeah. Darn. Mm-hmm. And folks need to understand, and I've talked about this as well. If we 
take that one percent if we were to do that and and take a part of it dart says well it's going to hit hit this is what they told us it's going to hit the southern sector the hardest mm-hmm. it's going to hit the hardest it always do then we're fighting harder to keep it <laughs> running the system and the grid working where it's going to hit the hardest so one cent one cent of that sales tax go to dart so we should demand we should mm-hmm. receive mm-hmm. service mm-hmm. is buses the shuttles yeah. they call them dart ubers and for all i know but we should mm-hmm. not be without the public transportation that we are paying for that's right it's there yeah. for the district it's, yeah so i just wanted i want to preach on it so much this morning but i'm telling you council member atkins council member uh Thomas has some folks, too, on the bus. Councilwoman Arnold. You got District 7 with Bowser Dua. Uh, Omar Navarez over in West Dallas. But we mm-hmm. fight, of course, for our those who sent us to fight at the horseshoe in the southern sector. Mm-hmm. But this is a serious conversation that we cannot... This is very serious. Mm-hmm. So I just want to share that with you. So I'm going to get ready for the uh, uh, street naming this morning. And thank you so much again. Uh, Pastor Barnett, for everything that you continue to do. And because I'll say this, you really don't have to do it. You could be fishing on Saturday morning. Yeah, sure. Sure didn't feel like getting up there fighting that hawk this morning. <laughs> it was icicles hanging off you some, some of these mornings can get so cold. But, uh, yeah, we got to do it. All right. Thank All right, you. Thank you, Councilwoman. We'll be talking to Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. And uh, thank you. Are y'all still calling in your pledges? Thank you. Are they still on the phone? 972-647-1893. Call your pledges in. Call your please. Call your pledges in. Call your pledges in. Yes, we certainly appreciate it. 972-647-1893. Yes. Yeah, you look so beautiful doing this. Look so beautiful doing this. Yes, look so beautiful. We're really getting close to a break. And uh, you can reach me at 972-647-1893. We'll take a short break, and we'll be right back. All right, we are back for our final segment. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. Those of you who want the uh, councilwoman's number, uh, call the city of Dallas and ask for the number of uh, uh, councilwoman Carolyn Arnold. Those who want our number, y'all call her at the... uh, Dallas City Hall. They'll, I'm sure they'll gladly give you the number to, uh, to her office. I'm sure they'll gladly give you that. And uh, that's the way you reach them. Uh, you reach the uh, councilwoman. All righty. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have? Reverend Burnett, we have uh, Imani on line one. Imani? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Imani. Good morning, Pastor. How you feeling? Fine. How you doing? Uh, I feel physically I'm, I'm doing well, but uh, 
spiritually and mentally, I'm having some problems, especially uh, when I listen to the council lady and, and all the council people. Uh, you know, Brother Brian, I did a show for you years ago, back in 2000, you let me do a show for you, remember that? Mm-hmm. When I was talking about stat and how we got to come together. Mm-hmm. And when I, 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 I listen to it all the time. The show wasn't about, uh, it was about getting us together. It, mm-hmm. We started some solutions on African Day and Gregory with it. We had a good plan. What I see uh, happening to us, they're hurting us this south. They want downtown. Anything downtown, they want. That's why they put in the police station, we, and stuff like that. And I counsel people, they're egos. They're egotistical. They, have, they mm-hmm. won't let people participate. I wrote several letters to the mayor and everything. See, what it is, we are not going to do anything until everybody listens to everybody. And she can't do mm-hmm. you know, we, the, the citizens should lead them and not them lead the citizens. And this is the problem. I remember the Inland Port. I'm the one one of the causes, because when I changed the district, Inland Port, was, I started talking about transportation. Then I went to court, won the lawsuit, and that's why you have the, uh, the Inland Port. I was on, mm-hmm. they had to show it to me before they showed it to John, before they showed it to Casey. But the key is, when you get so high, you, you're not the servant of the rest of the people, and you're not listening to the people, even if it don't sound good to you, you have to listen. If you're going to be a good general, you need to learn how to listen to your soldiers sometimes. Because mm. we all are in this business together, and we know why they're hurting them this way, because they want downtown. It's called gentrification. And I'm well, here's, here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. Watch this dart bus thing. I'm going to tell you all why. First of all, do you, you, you old enough to remember I'm talking someone my same age when I talk to you. We used to have businesses, used to have jobs in South yes, Dallas. I'm, when I say South Dallas, I'm talking about real South Dallas. I'm not just talking about. That used to be uh, meat packings. That used to be, what was the name of that place right there? At, uh, 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 Hatcher and, uh, oh, oh, what's the name? That was, that was, that was the jobs. There used to be jobs all over South Dallas, meatpacking places. But what they did, they removed these places. Yeah, Gardner Denver, that was the name of it. Uh, They removed these jobs out of South Dallas and put them in the suburbs, and people lost their jobs, which means they didn't have a transportation to get out there. So if you have no transportation, you can't get to work. The best way they if they they and you're right they want to take they want to take South Dallas all of it, remove the transportation and get fix it where they can't get to their jobs they'll lose their jobs and everything and you can go in and buy their houses for nothing. These things are these are the tricks that they've always played on us here in Dallas. Right. But remember that? Yes. Remember me and you old enough to remember South Thomason Hall over there? Oh, yeah. Black. That you used to remember when they threw the graveyard, the black graveyard, on naming that night was black. They, 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 what they're doing, they're really trying to get rid of mm-hmm. us all yeah. together. Yeah. And that's the truth. Nobody mm-hmm. won't listen to it. We have a, a system. We have a, when you say race, they know that we are the people of God. That's the key. Mm-hmm. And, and when I say some dangerous stuff here, but once you, you see, anytime we come, we, where we are, and I'm, I'm worried about integration, 
Because the more we have children, Eric, if they have a baby, they're going to be a black baby. I don't care if it's light, it's going to be a black baby. Mm-hmm. This is the problem. Anyway, we are the counselor in America because they can't say, I'm sorry, forgive me. That's why they want to teach the right history because we are America's guilt and their promises. I don't like to say the E word because it's my favorite country. Thank you. Thank you for your service. You can tell a bastard. I said, I didn't go to Vietnam to fight for you. I went to Vietnam to fight for me because I was too poor not to go. Like Mm -hmm. Donald Trump, Bush, and Trump. We are America's problem. We can love one another, come Mm -hmm. together. We are not going to solve this problem. And the council people got to get out there high horses and thank their gods or something and let, let the people involved get involved that will help them get whatever they need. And we're going to have to work with our people, work with them, and just uh, send them down there and say, let them work. We work with those who we like. We should go and work with these people. Work with them. Because the ones that I know, they are serious about trying to get things done. But the other folk on the other side don't feel like they have any constituency that will stand with them. This is why many times they get ignored on what they say. We we well, need to learn to work with our people. All right. Thank you for your calling, Money. Pastor, uh-huh. Pastor, one more thing. Until we like cases why I said, we, once we got rid of, we got to be, when you become a servant of the others, and not be serving of yourself, that's when we're going to get what we need. Yeah. All righty then. Thank we you. thank you. That closes line 972-647-1893. All righty. Who, who, who is that we have? And uh, we have the Red Ghost on uh, line one now. All righty. Good morning, Red Ghost. Uh, good morning, uh, everybody at the Pastor Barnett. Fine. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. We just got through doing the boot bash down at Eloise London Recreation Center. Uh-huh. In that area. In that area, we did a... Man, that area. Uh, what has happened down have Have many people been down there to see that area now? They building those great big old houses. Uh, is, are, they, are they building any of those for black folks? Uh, uh, Reverend Burnett, you know, uh, they're, not, they're not built for black folks, but they're, they're, uh, yeah. they are. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you, now, you would have great big old picture windows looking at downtown Dallas. You look at the houses there, they're, the windows don't even facing downtown, so everybody's talking about they want to see the skyline of downtown. Mm-hmm. But you go there and you look at the houses, the, the windows is on the south side, not on the north side. people out there still wondering where they costume and stuff like that. And we hope to put this on display for next year 
for, mm-hmm. for people to ride by and just see what the recreation center is, is, is having all the time. So we're going to try to keep this thing up, and we're going to try to add uh, Thanksgiving to it and also Christmas to it. Okay. It's only it's it, it, and, and it's, a, it's it's very nice, and, and it's a, like a little fundraiser will be you know set up for that, and it's, it's about twenty about twenty five feet tall, and, okay. and, and we call it we call it tick. Uh, that's what I call it. Call but now, it, uh, that, it, it it's obvious that this community is being dismantled. It's just about yes. already half. Now, yes, which way is this community going to go? Has it been lost to the wealthy? Because those homes they're building off in there, uh, Pofo can't uh, pay for those homes. Not those big rascals they're building off in there. Uh no. If, if what's really happening there? Have have things come that uh, Councilwoman Carolina warned about that it was going to be taken over by other people than the people that was living there at the time? Yeah, well, Reverend Burnett, the bottom is the bottom. The bottom has the history of the bottom. Right. How you move in or whatever. You can have a lot of money and do whatever you got to do, and that is not spent there anyway. The people just come and live and go. But the people that live in the bottom, you, you're going to become a bottom. I mean, uh, uh, the people that live there, they work for some of the, they were the first builders, they were the first people that got jobs mm-hmm. in the city of Dallas. Right. At the very beginning and created homes and stuff. So these people that's coming down here, there'll probably be people that come down and maybe hold their nose to the ground. They won't, they won't join the community neighborhood service because if they're moving us out, well, just 20 or 30 years from now, they will be moved out. You see what I'm saying? So well, they have to, we have to stick Will, be the, will these be the descendants of those who was there 30, 40 years ago who stayed in that bottle, settled the bottom and everything, no, they no, will sir. be gone? No, sir. No, it, it won't be gone. No, no, no. It won't be gone. The, the history of the bottom. I'm talking about the descendants of those people that lived there years ago. The descendants would stay in the houses that we are living in now and rebuilding. That's the only thing that held us up was the red line. These houses is being built now. The, the, the guy got the okay to come in and build two stories where we couldn't even repair windows and doors on our house. And then we got fines and tickets off yeah. of that. I saw one over there that looked like it was about three stories tall. I mean, these are some big houses they're building over there that are... Uh, uh, I don't know. This is all behind. They're trying to build this thing coming down 35, the same as that, uh, what's the name of that, 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 that park right behind downtown there off of Woodall Rogers? Uh, you talking about the uh, 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 Clyde Warner Park? Yeah. They're trying to do, yeah. they're going to do that. And there yeah. have been those who've warned that if you do that, you're going to misplace that whole community that once lived in the bottom. Well, the, the community, all we have to do is just pay our taxes and do fundraisers. And yeah, but that's not going to be easy because when you upgrade a community, let's be honest, those taxes are going to go up sky high that those who live there, who grown old there and on fixed income, won't be able to afford that area. Well, we're, we're we're trying to put some plans, some things in in, in progress. Oh, I know you are. I know yeah. you are. But I'm just yeah. I'm just stating what what I see happening right now. I rode through there and walked through there on yeah. last week. I had to go see this for myself. Somebody told me told me you go down there and look and see what's going on, and they uh-huh. and it, it, they hit the nail right on the head. This is happening. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, 
Well, remember on that, uh, so far that the people that's there, we, we, we're still pulling together, getting ready for different tours and stuff like that to draw money into our pockets. Because we still are the major land owners there. They haven't built the houses yet. We still but have tell those people, don't, don't sell them houses right now. Don't sell your land now. Because oh, no. you're talking about going to be worth a lot of money. The property that they're sitting on right now is going to be worth a whole lot of money. Yes, yeah. All right, yeah, I got to run, but thank you here. Okay. All right. All right, then. Uh-huh. Right. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. And, uh, let's see, how, let me see how much tax, how many uh, pledges we got here. Uh, we didn't do well, did we? Did, we didn't do well? Yes. I think all of these people who made these pledges... Oh yes, we got some good ones and everything. We got, but now this is we're gonna have to. I know Santa Claus is coming up, but we're gonna have to come back next week. Really asking you for your pledges to pledge to us, uh, and uh, thank you all who did make these pledges. Uh, Imani, Von Wallace, uh, just. Uh, Several people here, Charles Best. We got we got several people here. We're gonna recognize them. Uh, Alice um, McMurray. Uh, is just well, I can't read. I can't read them all off now. But uh, here, just take that and uh, we'll we'll read it off on, on next week. On next week. Because we really got a lot of things going on. That problem there in uh, the bottom. Believe me, people. Some of y'all, all of y'all, go down there and look for yourself. See what they're doing off in that bottom. Those, they are big building some nice, great big houses off in there. And uh, just see what they're going to do. If we say we won't, to advance and go forward. But are we doing it at the expense of those who can't afford to move? See, here's some people, you take the house, you buy the house, but you don't give them enough to buy homes other places. They left our doors. They left our doors. And those that are there and own land, stay there. Don't sell. Stick together. Make them pay you a whole lot of money that you can go buy your home somewhere else. Don't let them push you away like that. Don't let them do it. Don't let them do it. All righty. You bring, 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 just bring me another call on there. Bring me another call. I'll take one more call. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bring me another call. I know they're pledging too. Yeah, take their money too. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Just bring them on. Bring them on. We get the bread. Mhm. All right. We got some. See, our pledge drive is the hardest time. But it's a good time to do this show. We have to do it. We have to do it. And uh, we got callers that I need. Joe. 
want to pay their pledges. We don't want to discourage anybody. Oh, no, we want to encourage you to play, play pledges. Mm-hmm. We have. See, oh, our lines are lighted up, but can't see what's going on. What we okay. put it on? Yeah, we have a Lillian on uh, line two. All right, do we, Lillian. Yeah. All right, we do, yes. we get on real quick. Good morning, Lillian. Yes, sir. Good morning. How are you? Fine. How are you? Um, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'd like to make a statement about the uh, the state of the tier street and the bottom. Uh-huh. Uh, those houses are not beautiful. Yes. They're not. They're not well constructed. Um, I thought about purchasing one, ran through there, and what it is is they're trying to make it an arrested development. You know, they, they they're elderly people that have lived there all their lives and their children. And what you're saying is true. They're going to raise the taxes. I had the misfortune of seeing a man in a wheelchair uh-huh. going up with one leg, going up a hill, trying to catch a bus. And I said, wasn't there a bus stop there before? They moved the bus stop. And people have to take turns in the neighborhood pushing him up the hill so he can get the transportation. And people and with no bad sense. legs cannot, because those hills are steep down off they're of there. very steep. And the mm-hmm. point is, is that, you know, it's the same old story. You know, uh, uh, century after century, uh, people get displaced to put up things that are like multiple uh, yeah. homes, you know, the, the I guess, mm-hmm. the elite homes and that kind of stuff. But they have to realize that people are going to, they have to live and they, they're not going to get away with that in Dallas because it's no. ridiculous. I tell you what, I wish I had time to really talk to you, but I'm completely out of time. We'll have to talk some right. other time. All right, thank you. All right. Thank you all for calling. Thank, thank all you all for listening. Got to get in here, got to run. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week. May the Lord bless you. Hope to see you on radio tomorrow morning, 9.30. On Facebook, Marion Barnett Sr. Hope to see you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Heavenly Joy Church.